Hello everyone and welcome back to our channel over here at Broke Boy Media and today we're going to be reviewing Yesterday and I'm joined by Harlan and Devin and my name is Christian as well. I probably should have introduced myself first, but that's all right. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing I'm doing fantastic. I just got back from seeing yesterday with my grandma and it was oh. a grand old time. Did your grandma enjoy you, the film? Oh, she loved it. She can't really hear a lot, yeah. but she recognized that the Beatles songs are playing. And I think for <laughs> her that was the treat. That was the real treat. That's good. That's good, man. I think, I think it was funny that you said today we were reviewing yesterday. It's pretty confusing. Yeah, that is true. I mean, I just saw it today as well. I actually just got back from the theater, what, like 30 minutes ago? Kind of sort of? I saw yesterday, yesterday. Oh, I saw yesterday, yesterday, mate. I don't know. All right, we're really going to stick with these. Um, <laughs> I, I, I can't do it. I could try. I can try it for a little bit, but it, it'll just get... It, it would just sound silly after a while. But mm -hmm. anyway, uh, I'll just read the synopsis really quick uh, for the film yesterday. A struggling musician realizes he's the only person on Earth who can remember the Beatles after waking up in an alternate timeline where they never existed, directed by Danny Boyle. And we have a few stars in here, uh, not to mention... Uh, <clears throat> Lily James herself as yes. Ellie Appleton. And we have a few. She had a last name? Oh, my God. <laughs> right. Yeah. I didn't know she had a last name. I was like, oh, I don't think they ever mentioned her last name. Yeah, we're um, talking about the character, not the actress, Lily James. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Her, her character, Lily Ellie. James, anytime you're speaking to right. about Lily James. Right. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll just say Lily James. Uh, Himesh mm -hmm. Patel plays Jack Malik. He actually sings a lot his... of the songs too, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think it was his first major role. Major role too. Oh, really? Good for him. Yeah, that's that's pretty sweet. No breakout. I also wanted to point out Joel Fry. Um, he played Rocky. They got the super big afro. He was in uh, a few uh, episodes of Game of Thrones as well. Oh, um, yeah. So one. I was like, I'm like, wow, he looks really, really familiar. And I was like, oh, that's that's probably why. And uh, there was someone else. Uh, oh, Ed Sheeran. Alexander. Ed Sheeran. Yeah, Ed Sheeran, of course, of course. Mm -hmm. Totally forgot he's in this movie for a second. But that's not the person I was talking about. Um, I watched the uh, Skins version of, I mean, the UK version of Skins, excuse me. Uh, the guy <laughs> who played Gavin, uh, the, like the second choice dude. His name is mm -hmm. Al Alexander Arnold. And uh, I recognize him from the show. Um, skins the UK version 10 times better than the US version by the way but yeah and of course Ed Sheeran himself but um mm -hmm. so let's I guess we'll, we'll just get into it so what did you guys think when when you first saw the trailer how did you think this movie was going to play out or what were like your initial thoughts I thought that the uh trailer kind of gave away the whole movie which was unfortunate mm -hmm. in my in my viewing experience, but it turned out that um, the trailer kind of created this this aura and this sensation of it being this huge, giant, big movie. And after watching it, it feels like a really small story, you know? There's not really a big evil character, an antagonist. It's just 
Jack growing up and developing as a person and as an artist. And I liked that. I liked that. It wasn't what I was expecting based off of the trailer. Because you think, oh, it's just going to be a big concert movie with a bunch of Beatles songs. But it's really not that. It's more yeah, of a romantic comedy. It's not, it's not a biopic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not Bohemian Rhapsody. Thank God mm-hmm. it was not Bohemian Rhapsody. But Devin, what, uh, what about you? Thoughts about the movie before you went to go see it? Did you have high hopes? Yeah, I thought the trailer looked charming every time I saw it. I know a lot of people were skeptical just because the premise is so like wacky and crazy. But I kind of liked it, so I was excited. Yeah, that is true. Like when I when I first saw it, it was well, I was like, okay, it's not a biopic, which I was really glad um, about. But this is like the fourth movie within like this past year that's you know heavily music based. We had Bohemian Rhapsody, we had Stars Born. Um, we had what was it, Rocket Man? Rocket Man. And now we have Yesterday. So, but I mean, obviously, A Star Is Born wasn't a biopic, which is what I really liked about it. I didn't really care for Bohemian Rhapsody all that much. I mean, honestly, it was just like a giant Queen concert for music I kind of just listened to on Spotify for like. <laughs> Wow, this just in Queen is music you listen to on Spotify and nothing more. Yeah, <laughs> not even Apple Music because Apple Music is garbage in my opinion. But that's my opinion. Um, I really did enjoy Rocket Man. Um, I thought it was a nice twist on the biopic. It was more of like a musical overall, which is very fitting for um, Elton John himself. But yeah, I didn't really know what to think of this movie at first. It was like, okay, you know, it's just like them in the world living without the Beatles. But I started thinking, it was like, okay, well, it's kind of like a, hey, like if if you went back in time and, you know, you, you knew like the lottery for like the big, the next big like jackpot, like would you do it? Or like if you went back in time, like what would you do to make yourself profitable, profitable, like when mm-hmm. when Apple stocks are down, you know, do, do yeah, you... Yeah, well, everybody's had that sort of variation yeah. of what but would you do... But this was interesting. Yeah. I like the fact that this wasn't a go back in time. It was a, what if this thing just never existed? I love the Outlanders premise of it. Yeah. Very refreshing. <laughs> and, you know, everyone's had that moment where, you know, if... Like, I don't know, for me, it was like, what if The Wizard of Oz was never written? And what if someone didn't read that book and just made that movie just out of their own mind back right. in the 40s? Like, what if the world had never experienced that? And I think this this translates for a lot of people who really love music and really love the Beatles. Very true. It's it's almost as as if, even for, like, the high fantasy realm of novels, mm-hmm. if um, if uh, J.R. Tolkien never uh, written Lord of the Rings series. Because there's, mm-hmm. there's so many books and yeah. so many novels that are based... I mean, there's, there's a lot of high fantasy. Like, honestly, I don't even think Game of Thrones would have existed without or a song of ice and fire which is what the books are originally called but i don't think it would have existed without it because he george R. R. martin looked up to J.R. tolkien like so much and it's like tolkien's just influenced so many people or i don't know let's just say if like marvel comics never existed like we wouldn't have the mcu we wouldn't have spider-man it's like yeah well, it's so hard to imagine what without them mm-hmm because the movie even delves into it's not just the Beatles that everyone's forgotten. 
there's a funny joke towards yeah. the end of the film. It was where, what? Like, cigarettes, coke. Cigarettes don't exist. Coca Cola <laughs> doesn't exist. The worst cocaine of them exists, all. thank God. Harry Potter. Harry Potter doesn't exist. I mean, in that situation, <laughs> if you know this major property, this major band or anything doesn't exist, you would do the exact same thing as him, absolutely. I kept trying to connect the dots as to why those are the things that didn't exist, mm-hmm. and I could never come to any conclusion. Yeah. I think there were just random things because, like, it's just something you bring up in conversation. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, he, he um, they bring him a Pepsi. He's like, oh, do you have any Coke? And at first, I thought they were talking about cocaine. And then there was, he's like, Coca-Cola? They're like, I don't know what that is. And it's just something random that just kind of just happens. And you're like, oh, okay. So the Beatles isn't the only thing that's been affected yeah, you know, by by this. <laughs> Maybe Danny line. Boyle setting up a cinematic universe where someone yes. rewrites Harry Potter. I watched a bunch of out. movies Hear like that. Out. I'd love a bunch of cheesy. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, go ahead. A sequel where someone wakes up and memes don't exist. That would be a terrible world to live in. I'm not gonna you, lie. You have to somehow create memes and not get any money for it because no one makes money from memes. <laughs> <laughs> Text and pictures. What a revolution. <laughs> A revolutionary idea <laughs> that reminds me of uh caleb city is he's this one youtuber he makes like these super short like random funny clips and he actually made a video about it's like if if uh stealing a meme or making like a meme was like illegal and they like go through this entire field where like the cops come to his door and like take him away and stuff i just thought that was kind of funny but i'll, I'll have to show show that to you guys later it's it's mm-hmm. just so random but yeah, man, I, I, I just, I didn't know what to expect from this movie, but I do agree with Harlan's point. Like I felt like I already saw majority of the film and the trailer, mm-hmm. even though, you know, this is an indie film, which I, I always adore indie films in general. Um, but yeah, but what did I, we think? Did we like it? I, I like, I did like it. I mean, I just kind of, I like the fact that, I mean, obviously we're just talking about spoilers here in general. Mm-hmm. So Jack Malik and there was like two other people in the entire world who knew about the Beatles, like 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 that older, I think he was Russian guy with the beard, mm-hmm. an older or, Russian guy and an old English woman. Yeah, and like at first I thought they were trying to like out him about it, like oh you didn't write these songs and like, yeah the I, movie builds you up and expects you to sort of yeah they they, they kind of were though because they were like. Holding up a yellow submarine, they're like shouting, "Which one do you like best, uh, George, Ringo?" Yeah. So it's kind of weird how they kind of just mm-hmm. made it. I guess they were just trying to get his attention, but it was weird that they were still. It, yeah, because it had like an eerie like feel to it for me at least, and then they're like, "Oh, we we just want to thank you for you know bringing their mm-hmm. their music back into the world and whatnot." And I was like, "Oh, well, that's." nice of them yeah there wasn't really a, a big antagonist in this movie yeah that was out to get him which i really liked i mean you could make an argument that kate mckinnon or the deborah hank deborah hanger <laughs> ed sheeran's manager <laughs> ed sheeran's manager who i thought was absolutely hysterical i she thought was she so was incredible the, the deadpan was just amazing every time. <laughs> i saw a lot of reviews that did not appreciate her performance and her character i thought she was perfectly cast oh yeah like she was literally just like the essence of like what the music business actually is the american pop industry yeah she's like i'm your manager and it's your job to you know write songs and perform them and i take majority of your check that's literally how managers (laughs) work and songwriters and people who are just songwriters in general because they that is where the real money is but i mean uh 
Hamish Patel's uh, character, Jack Malik, you know, we see him during the beginning of the movies. He's, I don't want to say down on his luck, but he's like tired of chasing his dreams. Yeah. yeah, he's tired of chasing mm-hmm. his dreams. Um, you know, he's singing the summer song and <laughs> over and over, but which I, wasn't that bad a song. It really it wasn't. wasn't. I kind of liked it. I was trying to look it up on Spotify, but Spotify is letting it's me down. It, it's on Spotify. Oh, it's on there. All right, I'll, yeah. I'll have to look it up in a little bit. But I kind of like how you know he he pretty. It's kind of like a be careful what you wish for type situation too, because you know he gets hit by the bus and. The entire world's electricity or whatever just shuts down for like 12 seconds. And then, you know, he becomes famous and he kind of chooses fame first over love with uh, Well, here's James. the thing. Here's the thing about that subplot. For those of you who haven't seen the movie or need a refresher, um, Lily James has been pining over this guy for probably just shy of 10 years. Ever since and and we performed. don't know this. Yeah, yeah, you don't know it yeah. until they actually tell you because they, well, they don't you really. You kind of get that. Vibe. I kind of got that vibe from the instant those two were on screen together. Yeah, I was I mean, like, there oh, was like, why are they like together? Of... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so ever since he performed Wonderwall at their tenth grade or tenth form talent show or whatever, she was <laughs> infatuated with him. And I feel that um, with the end goal and the story that they're trying to tell of music, you know, bringing those two together, and he finally makes the right choice and finally love becomes unblind or whatever and he sees his manager or his former manager being the one he loves i feel that setting it up with her pining after him for 10 years doing all this shit for him is just so i don't want to say unrealistic but it kind of sullied their relationship for me because i kind of hated him for not noticing her love yes and affection for him yeah he was a bit oblivious yeah, and that made me when she got together with Gavin, who's like his first recording producer or whatever. Yeah, Gavin, when they is, got the, together, Gavin is the real hero of this Gavin's movie, the hero. Way. Gavin's the goat. And uh, I don't know. And I understand that it's a romantic comedy and a big fantasy, but that specific bit rubbed me the wrong way a little bit. I, I agree. The, the biggest issue for me is just it starts off as the first like hour or so is, is obviously like mostly about the Beatles and mm-hmm. it's a big music almost biopic type movie mm-hmm. but then the second half just becomes a like a very generic rom-com and yeah it's like it to me it's like they had this script for a very basic rom-com and they wanted to make it but then they just was just like what if we added the beatles to it that would make people want to watch it right and yeah it just, it just doesn't feel like it fits together yeah that's true and i know they, they actually pushed this movie up a few, like a few weeks it was supposed to come out later in the year i can't remember what the actual set date was for it but they definitely pushed this movie up same same thing with spider-man far from home but that was only like a few days yesterday th- this movie it was it, it was it was a few weeks um but yeah i i kind of agree because i mean obviously like after a while like especially when she sees him uh crap when was it Oh my god, she like kind of leans in for like a kiss in a bit, mm-hmm. but like he kind of yeah. like turns his cheek. When so. she's dropping him off, she's yeah, dropping yeah, yeah, his yeah. bike off. Like at the at the end of when he says, "I'm never gonna do music again." It's like that was my last concert. Yeah, she was like a school teacher. He wants to go back to teaching, and I mean, mm-hmm. he he does at the end, but he's like a music teacher mm-hmm. in a way. I, in a way, and somehow yeah. the fame just I don't disappears. Know how. 
in the goddamn world could you deny Lily James? That's my question. For, for 10 years? For 10 it, years. It hurt me to watch. 10 years is a long time. And she was like... It hurt me. Yeah, like she literally gave him every single chance, even even when they were both in the coffee <laughs> shop. He easily could have mm-hmm. just said, you know what? This fame's too much for me. And, you know, I thought I can handle it. This is something I've always wanted my entire life. And it's just... You know, it's it's too much. So like the movie could have ended right there, but there were so many, you know, ties to like, oh, you know, how does everyone, you know, eventually remember? Because I thought everyone was going to, but they they don't. <laughs> so I was like, okay, cool. But you know, he's he's still singing Beatles songs, but I I I, I like the Beatles just as much as anyone else. So but yeah, at, at first I didn't realize that this was an indie film until, well, for whatever reason. So I was telling Devin, when we went to go see The Dead Don't Die, there's like an indie like theater in Nashville that they pull off pretty much every single indie film and show it at their theaters for like a few weeks. And then, you know, if AMC or whatever other company wants to pick it up and show it in theirs, they will. But... So I went there to go see it. I had to pay extra. I couldn't use my movie pass there. But then, like, literally, like, a week ago, AMC's like, oh, you can go see The Dead Don't Die, you know, on AMC theaters now. And it's finally showing in actual theaters. I'm like, I really want them to just keep indie films in AMC theaters. Or at least for me, so I don't have to go to, like, some high school auditorium and watch, <laughs> and watch these indie films. Because I'll go see the films. I just hate the seats. I hate the atmosphere, but <laughs> yeah, that was just a little bit off track, but here's a, here's another interesting thing that I'm reading up about the production of this movie. There was a, a love interest for Jack upon his arrival to America played Ooh. by Ana de Almas, but it was cut completely from the movie. That would have been interesting. And that showed up in the trailer. And I remember seeing her in the trailer and thinking, yeah. where, oh, crap. where You're did right. she go? You're right. Which is, I feel that was a good call. Seeing where the movie is now, I think throwing another woman into the mix would have really just sullied him as a character. Because you're already, I personally wasn't on his side completely until maybe when he goes and sees John Lennon, which is, I I presume we can talk about that. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. for sure. I I wasn't expecting him to be in that movie. I was like, I think it's an interesting choice because I saw somewhere that they were thinking about getting, um, Paul and Ringo. I think Ringo's still mm-hmm. alive. Yeah, he's still alive. Yeah, he is. I think I saw somewhere that they tried to get them, but I guess they decided to do a fake John Lennon was the better option. I don't know. Yeah, that kind I of think thing was weird. I think in the moment, I didn't I didn't connect because, you know, I didn't grow up with the Beatles. Well, I grew up with the Beatles, but I didn't grow up with the height of their popularity. I already, right. You yeah, know, I, mean, I listened to them after John and George had already passed away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... <laughs> But um, I think it's nice to know that there's that in this version of the world where the Beatles didn't get famous, that he's just a dude living in a shed, painting and being content with life. Mm. It's nice to have that and to know that if he wasn't assassinated, that's maybe where he would have ended up. It's also weird, though, because like on the other end of that, it's like they're kind of saying Beatles didn't happen. He'd still be alive. So you shouldn't have been in the Beatles. I don't know, that's weird. I, I I can understand that, yeah, that's a bit odd. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, that... I, want, I, want, I want to talk about the thing I 
I hated the most about this entire movie, and it okay. still makes no sense to me. What? Mm-hmm. what the fuck was that James Corden scene? Yeah. They Dane they just Boyle cut. Loves his Dean, they Dane just Dane cut Dane. to black. Was it a dream sequence? They didn't even it like confirm that. It was sure. like oh, oh, it was absolutely a dream. But yeah. like, why? That had to be. Yeah. I, don't know. I, I didn't really like. I think that was his biggest fear. That was his biggest fear that he was going to be exposed for a sham and be exposed. I think they made that scene just to make the trailer interesting. I yeah. think you know what? I think you're reason. right because I was waiting for that scene to come and I was like, man, like wait, like you know, where, you know, wh- wh- where's the twist? Where's the 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 conflict? And then it ended up just being a dream. I was like, I was looking forward to seeing Jimmy Kimmel, some James, some Fallon, you know. But no, yeah. That's Thursday Night yeah. Live. I like that the, the the program still exists, but they just changed yeah. the date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. I was honest. I was thinking about. I was. I was like, oh, like Graham Norton. Maybe he's like another big British uh, oh, talk yeah, show. He is. He's oh he, he's hysterical dude so funny I love his talk shows I but, I just hate dream sequences in movies it's just so overdone just make it stop although <laughs> what I will say I do like how the fact I do like the fact that the the story really stuck to the fact that hey the the Beatles are not real or the Beatles never happened in this yeah in like this they world. didn't go they back. didn't wake up oh he's fine and the Beatles of course always still existed I like that they committed to the fact that this weird electricity thing caused everyone to forget the beat and then him getting hit by a bus mm-hmm. Which, i like that it stuck to that weird fantastical yeah i'm glad that like oh it, it wasn't just all a dream kind of thing yeah i i totally agree with that but who who are your guys favorite um actors from the movie just in general mine's definitely mine was definitely ed sheeran like every ed scene that he was in Ed, Ed Sheeran was surprisingly a good actor. Was there like, was a Whoa. moment where I was like, what if Ed Sheeran was the main character of this movie? <laughs> like, what if it was about Ed Sheeran? I thought, he was, I thought he was the one going to expose um, Jack because when, when they do, like, the, the uh, song write-off, mm-hmm. I thought he was going to be like, oh, you know, he like... He drops the long and winding road on him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought he was going to be like, oh, you know, like, hey, like, I know what's going on. This kid's, like, passing off, you know, plagiarizing. You know, I want to see like mm-hmm. if he can actually write for real. And then he just comes back with another Beatles song. He's like, "Dude, I've got like a whole closet of these songs. Like, let's go." Yeah, that's incredible. <laughs> Ed Sheeran's ringtone was of his of- own ringtone was you. That was the funniest moment of the time for me. He was uh, great. Being self-aware was so perfect. Yeah, yeah, he was definitely my favorite character. I liked how absolutely. <laughs> gutted he was after he lost this i'm going to, to bed i'm going to sleep uh, you're mozart i'm salieri right. good night everyone he was so pissed well like he's like yeah he's like he's, he was he's, cool about it though right he was like if anyone wants to shag this guy everyone in my <laughs> audience are like what i literally had to yell out. i was my like it means it means it means inside. fuck like yeah. yeah that's what it mm-hmm. means like hook up you know Whatever my audience was straight dead. I would have let out a hearty guffaw or something. Maybe oh, my really? mom would, but it would be just like no one else like laughed. Oh, other it other than that, pleasantly. everyone like had a great time. Like the audience I saw mm-hmm. with, they they really liked it a lot. Like it was it was great. Like it was funny. It was it was honestly. I I mm-hmm. mean I I've liked it better than the past few movie, movies I've seen. <laughs> Man in Black, Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> and Chucky was Chucky, but yeah, I mean, what are you gonna do? 
don't know. Have you guys seen uh, Always Be My Maybe on Netflix? I've not. I have. Well, Devin, <laughs> Devin thought he had the one up on me. He's like, oh, he's he's like, there's a special uh, celebrity guest in him. Like, I already know who it is, but I won't <laughs> say it if you don't know who it is, Harlan. But just because no, I, I, know, I saw the movie. Yeah. Oh, you saw I kinda, the movie. I kind of see some similarities between those two movies. Just like, yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but similar concept. Well, we can review always be my maybe i really oh, like dude, it i'm i'm down for i'll shit dude i'll watch it tomorrow <laughs> after work <There> you <laughs> record it <laughs> but yeah i see some similarities uh with, with those two movies so if you liked yesterday i recommend always be my maybe and then the other way around stranger too. things too. I, <laughs> I don't see the similarities but I, I i like both movies i think always be my maybe did it better the the whole rom-com thing uh okay i see i was like wait i'm like what is i'm gonna fat disagree with you there but we can chat about that oh yes (laughs) in the review in the review (laughs) he's like you know what screw it i'm watching spider-man 3 (laughs) (laughs) um what was i gonna say i was trying to think of what else like bugs me about it but oh yeah so there was one small issue so gavin Alexander Arnold's character, um, mm-hmm. you know, when after Jack like kind of profess, you know, confesses his love for the girl who he clearly should have been with these past ten years, whatever, whatever. When he's um, on stage after um, goes on after Ed Sheeran, <laughs> it's like no one cares about Ed Sheeran anymore, which I think is so funny. But, yeah, um, I love that. <laughs> he's just like living in Jack's shadow. <laughs> But um, when Gav, like, you know, when Jack's, like, uh, confessing his love to uh, Lily's character, Ellie, and Gavin's kind of just, like, okay with it towards the end. He's like, oh, I just want to be happy. Saying, yeah, that's yeah. what I was saying. Gavin's the hero because he's, like, that's And then so that noble. random girl that they show for, like, a hot second, I'm like, yeah. Oh, okay, so Gavin's going to end and up with her. And now Gavin's with the hot roommate. I I don't know who she was. I can't remember. Was I think she might have been Ellie's sister. Ellie had a sister? Like we we're oh, finding really? we're finding a lot about Lily James's character. Ellie has a last name. She has a sister. Yeah. <laughs> I'm maybe she has a that family. Up. By the way, those kids towards the end, totally not his. I was like, I could see, you know, they're trying to get like some mixed kids in there because clearly it was a you know, white woman in a in a middle uh Indian guy. I was like, hmm, those kids are looking too mighty light but then again it is what it is i really don't those care. kids are looking mighty white you hear her no <laughs> i said mighty, mighty light. light not mighty light <laughs> <laughs> what shade is the boy uh okay wow kind of like a caramel so, brown what? no <laughs> what shade is the boy <laughs> regardless on the whole i think yesterday was a really good time i oh, had a absolutely. fun time and if you get lost in it it's not perfect but if you're gonna enjoy, uh, a, if you want to watch a movie that's going to make you feel good inside, and you can sort of turn your brain off and listen to some good songs, this is absolutely one of those movies. Oh yeah, man! I was listening to Beatles all the way home. Me too. It was full blast. <laughs> yep. All the all the olds around me were just really pumped that I was listening yeah. to it. <laughs> I was listening to it in my headphones. They really just didn't record them for headphones. They just that was not a thing. No, yeah. <laughs> no they did not. It's horrible. You we- gotta listen to them on real speakers. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But yeah, um, time uh, for reviews. 
Radius? Yeah. Well, yeah. I just want to say, Himesh, him, him singing. That was that was really. He's got good. a bright future for he's, sure. He's a, he's a star for sure. Yeah. I, I really like it when you know biopics or not this. Even though this isn't a biopic, when music, musical movies, you know the people actually sing. Looking at you, Rami Malik, but that's fine too. But yeah, let's get into reviews. I mean, not reviews, scores. Ratings, wow, scores. ratings, scores. Um, whoever wants to go first, they can. I'll, I'll just go last. Uh, do mine out of a hundred. All right, I'll go first in the great tradition of <laughs> going first. Um, I think yesterday was a really good time. I've made that very clear. I think I'm going to go with a seventy-five. Oh, I was going to say that too. <laughs> I think uh, I think it had an excellent soundtrack was, you know, looked really pretty. I think it was a bit long and my my grandma fell asleep a little bit in the middle, so I really nudged her back in one of those born. <laughs> oh her. no. Um, oh, granny. But I think she had a good time on the whole. I wish that Jack was a little bit more likable as a character yeah. and they set up him and Ellie's relationship, which I feel is the the crux of the movie. I wish they set up that relationship differently. So yeah, there was no there was no like background information. Like yeah, they did they the flashback just, like, to the to the show in tenth mm-hmm. grade, but then other than that, there's nothing. Yeah, they mm-hmm. kind of just like throw you into it. They're like, hey, here's these two characters, and they're kind of sort of interested, mm-hmm. but not really. And like, here's a little bit of a background because you know Jack likes to sing. So here's a flashback of him singing at a talent show when he was in like fourth grade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um so you guys are both going 75 with 100 I, oh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna change mine now um <laughs> oh i mean like I, it, it can be the same score if you really wanted to I, I was planning on docking a few points just for the james corden scene anyways because it was so stupid <laughs> man and I, I like see i like james corden too that's note to self devin hates james, james corden. Corden. No, no, no. I, I like james corden but that devin scene was so stupid and pointless <laughs> Yeah, so honestly, anyways, I, I um, thought it would have been cool if it was Graham Norton, personally. I, I really I really did like the movie. I agree with everything Harlan said. I just dislike how the second half was just a really basic uh, rom-com. And they didn't set, up, set it up enough for them to be able to transition into that like they tried to. Hmm. Um, other than that, the first half was just a really fun concept, really cool Beatles songs, and everything was very fun and energetic and bright. So I'm going with... Uh, 73. Ooh. So well, it's it's good. It's definitely <laughs> good, but I think it could have been a lot better. Oh, for sure. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to beat the dead horse. We, 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 we all like the movie. Um, but I think what really sold it for me was the fact that Himish Patel sang during the entire film, and I'm a big Ed Sheeran fan myself, so I'm going to give this a 78 oh, out of 100. Isn't... Ooh, all right. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's very commendable. Yeah, like I think it's very commendable for just you know you like it's like okay you know we're we're gonna have this music based movie, but you don't want to just play the soundtrack because if I want like if you're just gonna play the soundtrack, I can just go listen to that on Spotify. The fact that you know Hamish Patel, he you know he's sing he's saying these covers, you know he put his own little twists on them, and he, he has a really good voice. I mean, it's his kinda, voice is beautiful. It was yeah. kind of like Bradley Cooper. Like, who knew that guy could sing? I mean, like, no, he's not the best singer in the world, but like, it's good enough to be in the movie. So, yeah. Yeah, Himesh charmed the heck out of me. He really did, man. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going 78 out of 100. 
locked and loaded right then and there. No regrets. No, no givesies, backsies. So yeah, that's, that's it for me. Well, was there anything else you guys wanted to uh, cover on that front before we uh, wrap up here? Go watch uh, how, um, always be my maybe, and then we can have a little debate. Yeah, no. So yeah. So we'll, um, for those listening at home and I actually forgot to say this during the beginning, but you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, and iTunes and Podbean as well. If you're an Podbean, audio. yeah, Big Podbean it's our guy. it's our um, huge Podbean guy. Are you really? No, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who is who Podbean. isn't. I was like, okay, like how, how do we get our our stuff on Spotify and iTunes? And it's like, oh, you know, you, you have to create like an RSS feed. You have to have like a, a source of, you know, so like when this goes it's a up, hassle. like I'll, I'll, I upload it to Podbean. And since um, our RSS feed is already through iTunes and Spotify, it'll update through there. So it's like, you know, I'm sending it to the source and the source is, you know, sending it out to all the other platforms that it's going to be on. But, yeah, my mistake for not saying that earlier, but I'll probably just edit it out and put a little before we begin <laughs> type thing. I mean, I I feel like it's important. You're like, hey, you know, you can whatever, whatever. Yeah, Podbean, no, it's important. Yeah, Podbean, everyone, Podbean. Yeah, no, I yeah, was like, oh, no, we we need to be on Spotify and iTunes for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like Podbean. Mm, I don't know. If, I don't know why people use that. But anyway, you can follow us on Twitter as well for everyone listening at home um, at Broke Boy Media. That's Broke underscore Boy spelled B-O-I underscore Media. And yeah, we will um, review Always Be My Maybe because I, I definitely want us to do some Netflix stuff. And if you guys are down for it, I'm, I'm down to review some Stranger Things 3 for sure. Oh, absolutely. I'm oh yeah, very. I'm just, I also I also watched Umbrella Academy. If you want to catch up on that. Oh, how, how many seasons? Just one, two. Just one. There's gonna be like fucking eight, probably. How, how many episodes? Uh, I don't know, eight or ten. Oh, that's that's perfect. I'm assuming they're like an hour long episodes though, since they're yeah. short. Okay, that's totally fine. But yeah, so we'll we'll have those in the pipeline. Uh, honestly, on Fourth of July, I mean, I'm off work, but it's on a Thursday. So I probably will just watch Stranger Things 3, to be completely honest. I don't really plan on doing too much that day, but maybe something else during the uh, weekend. And also, Spider-Man Far From Home. Got to do that review as well, because that comes out this coming up Tuesday. So, sounds like we have a plan, Go see Annabelle Comes Home. Oh! (laughs) I'm good, man. I'm I'm done. Midsummer? I'm, I'm giving uh, I'm giving Child's Play a seventy. I'm, just I'm giving Annabelle a sixty. I'm getting giving Child's Play sixty five. <laughs> hey, out of a hundred, right. I don't know. But yeah, that's this has been the uh, Broke Boy Media podcast. So we will uh, see you guys in the next one. Let me just give you this advice: song title. Hey, dude. Hey, dude, are you sure? Hey, dude. That's so much better. Do-de-do-de-do-de!